You're listening to the Elevate Your Aid podcast. Today's show features an amazing guest who's going to help you get your life in order using three things that start with the letter P. Let's get started. You're listening to the Elevate Your Aid podcast, where we firmly believe that time management and productivity is just a matter of simple mathematics and prioritization. Productivity guru and self-care ninja Chris McPeak will debunk your biggest time management limiting beliefs. It's time to hear from everyday people like you sharing their tips and strategies for success and learning how to incorporate small changes in your life in order to make the most of every hour in your day. If you're ready to prioritize, synthesize, and realize your daily needs and wants, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, podcaster, and wannabe 200 breaststroke national champion, Chris McPeak. Okay, welcome to the show. I have a special guest today all the way from South Africa. So excited. Uh, We're speaking today to Anshin LaRue. Anshin, thank you for coming on Elevate Your Eight. Thank you so much, Chris. So tell us a little bit about you and what you do. Um, okay, so like you said, I'm from South Africa. I'm a, uh, I run a digital marketing and uh, web development studio. And I, um, I used to be a full-time developer, but I went um, started this on the side about six years ago. And then three years ago, I decided, okay, it's time to, to, to go on my own. So, and um, yeah, so um, I'm very... Uh, so I'm very, uh, I participate a lot in the WordPress community. So I'm part of that. I run the uh, WordCamp here in Johannesburg. Um, I organize that. I run the Pretoria meetup group for WordPress. So I try to be involved in the community as much as possible. That's awesome. Well, you mentioned the WordCamp, and I think that's um, the site that you shared your little time management and productivity platform with me, right? Yes, yes, that's true. And it is a very unique platform, and it it revolves around what you call the six P's. So if you would tell us what the six P's are and kind of walk us through how that process works for, um, for productivity. I actually think productivity is one of your P's, isn't it? Yes, I think cool. so. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So tell us about, so tell us about the six P's. Okay, so it's um, it's it's actually like um, all the different um, the, you know, like productivity and time management, and um, I read a lot of books, and and then I had to um, do a talk on for WordCamp for the WordPress community, um, and uh, I at that stage I was reading the book from um, Laura Vanderkam, uh, where she says, well, "I know how she does it all." And um, so the so the six P, it's not from the book. It's mainly you know from other things that I've used in my in my life. But that just brought it all together for me because she she talks about the 168 hours of the week and how that is a, how that's like a mosaic. And I think I was I always thought about uh, time as 24 hours, and you need to get as much done. As possible in 24 hours but the whole idea of seeing it as a week and then you can do you know you can work like really hard for two three days and then spend more time with your family or do things that you love the other days and the whole that whole idea of this the music really resonated with me so 
I started thinking about, you know, the different things that falls underneath that. And luckily <laughs> it all started with a B. So um, the first thing is planning and um, of course very important um because you need to look for, you know look ahead and you need to decide what your goals are um long term and then break it down to the 90 days and then what you can establish in 90 days because the 90 days is a really good time for that um because it's short enough to get things done but you know long enough to actually you know have an, enough time to get it done right and then um from there break it down to your to your weekly big threes. Um, so a lot of what I've, what I, what's part of this is really, it's really intuitive. It's really said before a lot of people teach on this, but I always challenge people to, to ask themselves, how much of this are you really doing? How much are you really implementing? So, um, yeah, so the planning and then also with the planning, um, um, things like planning for not only doing things um, like like I said uh, every day so you need to have uh, rituals like morning and evening rituals where you get things done that you really want to accomplish over a longer term like maybe you want, you want to learn how to speak German or you want to do yoga every day including that in like a morning or an evening ritual um, you know then you you get the habit um, and um, you make sure that you get get that done every day but similarly doing things not like maybe on a weekly basis so once a week you might have a planning session or once once a month you might have like a content creation batch day so another thing with the planning is that I, I really like that whole idea of mega batching where yeah. you go two or three days and yeah that's like a really awesome concept and um but that that's very different from from the idea of doing certain things a certain day. So yeah, so doing the two or three days and get everything done, especially with content creation and podcasting and video creation, because it's, it just makes so much, much more sense doing it all in bulk. Can I ask you a follow-up question that insights yes. way in that? Um, yes. So if you're, if you're an entrepreneur, well, okay, let me rephrase that. If you are a wannabe entrepreneur or you're a side hustle person, um, what recommendations do you have for, like you said, that side batching um, work when your day job is, you know, this chunk of time where you're at the office and then you want to say, I'm dedicating Mondays to doing my video after work. I want to do Wednesdays to doing my blog post. Is that sort of how you would recommend yeah. side hustle? Yeah. To yeah, for, so for so I used to be a side hustle. I do, I do it <laughs> right. as, a, as a side hustle three years. So, um, so in that in that case, there is and you do need to just find the time. So maybe like once a month, you get like a weekend where you 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 know you get you get your husband to look after the kids, or you get your right. mother or someone. And you actually that weekend is your content creation weekend or your video creation we can you know, so and something that, that works very well it's not always possible for everyone but is to get away to, to, to get out of the house to maybe book yourself into even if you get like a group on um, you know hotel or guest house or something just to get out of your normal setting especially when it's a side hustle because then you yeah. you know you need to you know make it a little bit nicer for you because you're offering up your weekend you're already working and now you're offering up your weekend to do this so just making it a little bit more fun and doing a lot of self-care and 
in between, you know, the tasks. So that Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. So I interrupted you sort of, I don't know. I can't remember what P you were on. <laughs> oh, still on planning. Okay. Fantastic. <laughs> I'll, I'll move on. I'll move on. Okay. So yeah. So um, we talked about, okay, just the, the final thing. I'll talk more about it in, when we do productivity, but it's okay. the idea of the ideal week. So a lot of people do the ideal week and a lot of people um, create um, a, a lot of space. And I, I, I agree with having that space in between, but I do also think that you need to kind of create a, a zero balance calendar as well. So similar to having a zero budget, um, uh, a bu- uh, zero, but uh, zero balance budget. <laughs> Sorry. It's ran. So it's your dollar budget. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, yeah. So that you, you know, you, you know what you're supposed to do in every, every part of the day, even though you don't, you know, don't stick with it hundred percent or you, you do have some space for, you know, for leisure time. You just, just have a more or less like you do get a plugin. I don't know if it's still in Chrome, but it's, at, it's a light gray at the back of your Google calendar. And then oh, you, yeah. you can, yeah, you can book your actual appointments over that. So, but I think you can do it in, in normal Google calendar as well. Just playing with the colors. Okay, so I'm going to move on to the next P, which is prioritizing. All right. And prioritization. <laughs> so um, with prioritization, I think it's just making a, a big, long brand dump list of things that you know you need to do. And then looking at it objectively. So um, I think it's Eisenhower yeah, that first talked about these four quadrants where you have <clears throat> sorry, um, urgent and important um, in the uh, top left and then not important and urgent. At the oh, bottom. Covey, yeah, Stephen Covey's uh, uh, And then, so, yeah, so I've got a, it's a similar one, but just um, we, for each of the quadrants, there's, you know, something that you're supposed to do. So in the bottom right, it's obviously the not urgent and not important. And these are the tasks that you should really stop doing. So this is usually tasks that um, is, um, it's it's just like social media and things that you. So if it's if it's something that you do for fun, then yeah, you you, you are obviously allowed to do some of it. But when it takes up a lot of your time, then then just stop doing it. And then at the bottom bottom left, it's urgent but not important. And these are the tasks that you really need to create a system around. So you need to try. I'm going to talk about processes later. You need to try and create that process and get that either automated or outsourced or anything that, um, that it doesn't take up so much of your time. And then um, the, top, um, the top left is your urgent and important. And these are the tasks, again, that you need to minimize. Right. So, yeah, these are also um, um, tasks that you can um, try and get outsourced. So that's, that is really, uh, uh, um, yeah, the, because it's important and it's, it's urgent. It's usually best done if if someone else is doing it. Obviously, if you're just starting out, that is not an option. But um, yeah, just keep that in mind. Or top right corner is actually the corner where you should live in because that's the task that makes your business grow. So they're not sorry, they're not urgent. Okay, but they they are the ones that that um, let your business grow. So that's like where they typically typically talk, uh, talk about working on your business and not in your business. Ah, that's a really interesting way to put that. <laughs> cool. So um, I'm just yeah I'm just gonna move on to productivity. So 
uh, with productivity, there are a lot of different ways, and this is a very personalized thing because people people are very different. But things like like uh, um, uh, Cal Newport's deep work, where he talks about oh, yeah. having that set time, yeah, where you you work on something specifically. So there are um, different people talk. There's the Pomodoro technique, where it's like a 25 minute. Um, focus time and working on something very specifically, not, you know, trying to, um, to not have any um, distractions. And then there's also some people talking about 15, 50 minutes with a, with a 10 minute break. So I think in that case, it just, just depends on what is the the type of work, of course, what you, that you're doing and also um, the amount of time that you can dedicate to it. So, um, but yeah, just having that block of time, no matter what, you know, if it's 50 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever, just spending on that specific task without any distractions. And then at the, in that time, try and eliminate everything like Outlook and uh, like your mail clients or your right. phone and everything. And you, you only need about two to three of those blocks in the, you know, ideally in the morning, or but it doesn't matter if you work at night or whatever, um, having those dedicated blocks and you can get a lot, a lot done because you're so focused on one task. Yeah. So that's awesome. yeah, that's very yeah, for productivity. That's like, and and that's one of the things a lot of people talk about it. But if you ask people, they don't really do it. They might do it like once right. or twice a week, but they don't do it every day. And yeah, that's something that you can really look at. Okay, and then I've, I've already talked about the ideal week or the model calendar. I think just having that, especially if you have a side hustle and you need to get, um, you know steal some time from your evenings or right. having that, you know, set, even if it's different every day of the week, maybe you have, you know, dedicated, you know, one hour at, in the evenings to content writing and one hour to reaching out to clients or whatever. And just having that model calendar so that you know, that, so at least that, that bit is taken out. You know, what when you go sit down, you know what you're going to do. And then another uh, thing is it's, it's all, also based on the ideal calendar but it's um it's a b weeks where you, you your calendar is actually different from week to week so uh, because you don't need to like i said before especially if you do the mega batching um you can do that you know you can do that one one week a month and then your your right. weeks are different so so you it can be a a and b weeks a b a b or you can even have like different weeks every week so that's yeah. that's just um another another idea <laughs> and it keeps um cool the variety of it all yes. so it you don't feel like you're you you want a routine but you don't want to feel like you're stuck in a routine exactly exactly yeah. so you definitely need a routine but it doesn't have to be like you, every day you do the same thing so right that's, that's really cool okay and then um yeah the next p will be people so um and with people it can be um any anybody else helping you so that can be outsourcing to a team if you can do that, but that can also be just small things um, done by someone on Fiverr, you know, just like something really small, like a design, design, just anything that you can get someone else to do so that you don't need to do it. Right. Also include things like um, a meal delivery service or um, childcare or getting your parents to look after the kids for a while or getting, you know, just anything where, where um, you can <laughs> get some help. And then also with this is that sometimes people are, uh, they, they feel too, you know, they don't 
of what's what's uh, I can't get the English word. <laughs> That's okay. Um, they um, they don't say yes when people offer to to some help, and it's just something that you need to really try and accept is to get that support from family and friends when they do offer that. Oh right, sure, for sure. <laughs> okay, cool. So yeah, that's people, and then we've got. Um, productizing so productizing is just looking at all the tasks that you need to do and the service you deliver so that can be so it was a little bit easier for the web developers because it's a you know it's a very specific task but it doesn't matter what services you offer um, there's a certain you know step by step that you can follow but um, it does also you also kind of need to know who your client is. So you need to have that. I know that they talk a lot about niching and that comes in with productizing quite, quite a lot because um, they, if you, if you know who your people is, you know what you can offer them and it, it makes it a lot easier to productize the service. That is so, so, with so the Yeah. So for, with the productized service, it can be, you know, something simple, prepackaged, predefined and um, in one shape or sh in one shape or size, but for a specific person. So that for a specific type of person. Cool. Awesome. Okay. So that's, yeah, I don't know if there's any other questions around productizing. Just, yeah. So processes is just um, similar to, well, I, I alluded to, to it in productizing especially it's just getting that a step um how exactly you deliver something so there are a lot of things maybe you do a lot of things in your business and just sitting down and you know making that list and if you find it difficult to make a list maybe video yourself you know set, get someone set up a camera and get to um to video record exactly what you do if you're doing everything on the screen it's easy you can just do a screen record but just um and then deciding okay this is step one this is step, when you like when i'm onboarding a client this is what i usually do on the years the gaps and just creating that process um around that and there's there's this uh, i use a system called system app but you Okay, so yeah, so the, the last thing I just said was um, once you've got your processes set up or doesn't matter where, <laughs> you, it's a lot easier than to, um, to either outsource it or to automate it. Got it. Cool. And so, that makes total sense. Okay, I've, I've actually done all six. Oh, <laughs> okay, I missed one. <laughs> Planning, prioritizing, productivity, people. Oh, right. Productizing and processes. I forgot to write down productivity. <laughs> How did you develop this process? Was it was it all of the the books that you were reading, and then these six things kind of made sense, or was it kind of trial and error, thinking through the different aspects that make up these P's, and and then putting it in the right order for comfortability? Like, how did this? How did you envision this this idea? Yeah. So. Um um, when I started, when I went on my own, um, I thought it would be like, because now I'm kind of have all this time that I didn't have when it was a side hustle. 
And then um, as the, you know, as the different uh, or the more and more clients came in, I, it, it started becoming like really, you know, difficult to, to handle it, handle it all. So I did um, read a lot of books trying to figure it all out, but it also was also a lot of trial and, trial and error. Mm-hmm. It was not everything worked, especially like with, like I said, with the timings of things um, for certain tasks, uh, you need a longer time and thing. And also with the uh, ideal calendar. So I think, yeah, like you said, the whole, the whole just structuring it for yourself to make sense of it all. So, you know, developing that framework where it all fits in so that it, it makes sense. And I think, I think that's it. And it also, especially, um, so it was just always something in my head, you know, these different, these different aspects of um, productivity or time management. But when, I started teaching or when I started talking about it to other people, it, it actually became, became a framework. It became more, it started to make more sense like that. Right. Yeah. Well, I love the flow of it all. Um, it's very, it's very intuitive. And I think you actually said that earlier when you were talking about like the, the calendar, your ideal calendar. Um, and I love that. I love that idea. So if, if I'm, Let's say that I'm a teacher and I work from 6.30 to 2.30 every day. Uh, how might I get started implementing the six Ps into my time management routine? So the first thing that I, so the first thing that I would th- think about is like different buckets. So um, I didn't mention it when you create the Ideal Week Planner. Um, having those different buckets for, let's say, for work. So you've already got your your work bit is, um, you know, or your your real job bit is already set out. That's a bucket, and then your side hustle might be a different bucket, and then also your your home life, like depending on if you've got kids or relationships and stuff. That that might be a different bucket, and then also yourself. So you create these different buckets, and then you try you. Um, you try and spend, so you, you decide how much time you need on each of these buckets and how, and then um, you try and fit that in. So uh, making time for each of them. So making your, your job is, your, you know, your day job's already set. So you have X amount of hours left and then fitting in the thing. So I think um, <laughs> to answer you, to start with the idle, idle week planner, because that, that is a very good, you know, from there you can do the different things. From there you can decide, okay, I've got um, this amount of time that I can actually do the block, you know, the productivity blocks in or the focus times in and, um, yeah, things like that. <laughs> so, the, oh, I'm sorry, I keep going. No, 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 I just wanted to ask if it's answering your question. Yes, absolutely. It is. And, and what I, um, so, so the theory behind this show, Elevate Your Eight, um, is that if we're honoring our work-life balance and we're only working eight hours a day, and then we're honoring our personal wellness and we're sleeping a full eight hours at night, then time management is really just a balance of those eight hours. And so when you, when you think about it, my theory works with your concept of the ideal week planner with the buckets, because I already know I'm taking eight hours of sleep and putting it in my rest bucket and I'm taking eight hours of my day job and I'm putting it in my work bucket. So my, my remaining eight 
that I want to elevate could be four different buckets. Um, A bucket that includes my workout and a bucket that includes my side hustle um, and those types of things. So they're really, they intertwine very nicely. And I'm liking liking how that's working out for us. So anybody that wanted to get started with this, with this method, they should just delve into the ideal week calendar first and then sort of let the other pieces fall into place. Yes. Yeah, I think so. I think that's a good idea. (laughs) Awesome. So before we, before I ask you the like social media connection questions, my, my favorite secret question to ask guests when I have guests on the show is if you could wake up tomorrow and suddenly the day had 25 hours, what would you do with your extra hour that you just found out you got? Oh, I think something like yoga, (laughs) more like a 60 minute yoga session. (laughs) That sounds good to me. Yeah. We can all use a little more yoga in our life, right? (laughs) Anshin, where can everybody find you if they want to work with you or they want to connect with you or, or learn more about your, your business? Okay. So my my links are all just, if my personal links are all just Anshin Al Hour. So Facebook slash Anshin Al Hour, Twitter Anshin Al Hour. And then the, um, the, uh, business is simply digital design. So yeah, that's just Facebook slash (laughs) simply digital design. And that's A-N-C-H-E-N-L-R. That's right. So friends, we've been talking to Anshin LaRue. And we learned all about the six P's of productivity and time management. So make sure that you go find Anshin and sign up for her newsletters and be her friend on Facebook. And until next week, Elevators, I'm out of here. Do you find yourself going to bed at night and wondering where all your time went? Do you get to Sunday evening and say, I didn't get anything done this weekend? Do you look at your to-do list and freak out because you don't know how you'll get any of it done? If you answered yes to any of these things, then you need a time budget. I mean, you don't squander your paycheck before you pay your bills, right? So why are you treating your time the same way? I've got a free resource for you to break out of the time crunches and start budgeting your time like you budget your finances. Go to silverpeakdevelopment.com forward slash time budget and get your free workbook today.